Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get home before the morning comes. What if I'm late, got a big day, gotta get home before the sun comes up. Up and away, got a big day, sorry can't stay, I gotta run, run, yeah. Gotta get home, pick up the phone, I gotta let people know I'm gonna be late. Oh, Thursday, what a concept. Eh, we're doing Groundhogs. None of you guys got that joke. It'll make sense one day. <laughs> it is so hard. It was so difficult to get so hard. That was the whole thing. You, I, honestly, I thought it was going to be a little better. Listen, it'll all I make was, sense. I was very it, pleased with it. It'll make sense eventually. Tyler understands. It'll all make Your sense. Your singing was good. Thank I you. I've tried much. that before. Uh, it'll all make sense this. one day. It'll all make sense eventually. You thought you could. If you ever want to release an album, I'd listen. <laughs> you know, she you thought do, you could do, do that with the amount of singing you do? Uh, I don't sing like genuinely. So that way I don't have to ever hold myself up to a standard. But this was done with the intent of actually being part of the cold open. So that was because you sing Dude, every time you're pretty good. Huh? You sing every time you're drunk. Yeah, but I don't remember that. It doesn't count. <laughs> anyway, welcome to 321 Binge. It's I am one of, your, <laughs> one of your hosts, Chris, uh, joined with my co host, Faison. You. And an actual groundhog, Tyler. Yep. <laughs> Is that the one you went for? So I, I decided. Well, I, I actually have, like I said earlier, I have one for each for each of the movies we're going to talk about today. And I decided I'd go for the Groundhog one because it gives me the opportunity to now say that actually, you know, I, my, I was debating between an actual Groundhog, um, Andy Samberg's stunt, stunted yet exceptionally Jewish younger brother, <laughs> and that Israeli guy who's looking at you through the window while you're trying to get laid for the first time. <laughs> um, I'm glad you went with Groundhog because I was also going to suggest Groundhog. Yeah, I figured, you know, that was like a good overall one. I thought, the other, I thought you had one for the one from Premature, to be I, honest. I decided to save it for now, because if I said it, if I said that in the opening, and then I'm like, oh, or a groundhog, well, then it, that one's just, it's just less funny that way. Yeah, Builds up that's to true. It. Yeah, if you haven't realized, we're talking about Groundhog Day movies. I had to sing about it. <sighs> for reasons. For reasons. It'll all, look, it doesn't make any sense right now. I get that. It'll well, make sense. Not phase on. Yeah, not to phase on. It made sense to Tyler and maybe one person listening to this, and it'll make a lot more sense uh, one day. And that's literally all you're gonna get. <laughs> someone <laughs> on that note, huh? I said someone listening might know. Is, is it something off of one of the uh, other Groundhog Day movies? I will give you nothing because that we haven't nothing. watched yet. And on to Tyler <laughs> to introduce that's a fucking us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing Groundhog Day movies, which means. Which was popularized by the movie Groundhog Day, by, uh, starring Bill Murray. In this movie, Bill Murray plays a weatherman named Phil, who goes to Puxitani to do his annual report on the groundhog. And for one reason or another, he gets stuck in a time loop. And he keeps repeating the same day over and over again. I choose to believe that. I mean, I read this online. It was kind of just stupid, but I found it pretty funny. Because he called the fucking groundhog a stupid squirrel. The groundhog was the one that cursed him. Oh, that's funny. I like that. I like that. I mean, I think the best scenes, some of the best scenes are him with the actual groundhog. Like when he steals a car and has the groundhog drive and is just complimenting his ability to steer. Yeah. That's a a gem. That's a gem. Yeah. I mean, the movie is the reason for basically the whole genre of time loop movies. Yeah. It is the the oest of G's. Yeah. I mean, you got plenty of like you got the two other movies in this category. There's plenty of other movies that uh, that uh, go into the whole, either you live the same day, same moment, or in the case of Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie, if you die, you just come back and restart. Yeah, there's a, there's um, 
this is like I guess the most bare bones, just because going it's the forward, first one. yeah, it's the first one. And going forward, a lot of other movies and shows are going to take it in really interesting directions. None of the ones we're talking about today, though. Today we're talking about some pretty simple ones, kind of in line with with Groundhog, um, with just repeating the same day. Yeah, or or give or take, you know, some of them have an added stipulation here or there. Yeah, but uh, overall, they're very very straightforward. Yeah, and uh, Groundhog Day is a movie. It's that I is have, true. I have a bit of a weird one. I have a bit of a weird, I guess, relationship with this one, just because like I didn't know what to think about going in. I knew nothing about this movie, except that on Letterbox it has like I think like a three point nine. So I was like, okay, it's probably at least good. But Tyler, Tyler on Letterbox has it at a four and a half stars. So hmm. I'm like, okay, well that's that's pretty high praise. That's pretty interesting. I'll see what this is like. Um, ultimately, when watching the movie, I didn't like the first like four fifths of it that much <laughs> i didn't i wasn't very engaged with a lot of what was going on early in the movie and it wasn't until the old man died the first time um yeah that i got kind of interested in it which sounds horrible out of context but uh that's the moment that bill murray <laughs> starts you, to you change. Bastard. <laughs> that's the moment that bill murray kind of starts to change as a person and everything and that's kind of where i got a lot more into it yeah um, but do you think that's because you've already seen uh, a lot of the more interesting Groundhog Day movies. I think. I think so. I think especially Palm Springs, which we're going to talk about later. Uh, which feels- because I, I think I feel I feel the same exact way as you. Yeah. Which is why I was I wasn't very like, I guess interested in this movie. Yeah. And then I'm in the same me, boat. And then there's me who saw this movie years ago. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Tyler lucked down and watched this one early because, like, really, especially I think like the Palm Springs comparison is going to be the strongest. It it feels like Palm Springs is this this, but kind of Better. like yeah tweaked to to like a finer machine you know it's like fine-tuned everything's working at a higher level there's it feels like the emotional core is a lot better the chemistry between the cast is a lot better in, in palm springs watching this after having watched that instead of making palm springs feel like groundhog day 2.0 it makes groundhog day feel like a beta version of palm springs yeah uh, i i kind of feel weird. like bill murray and the other actress i don't yeah, know right? man they yeah, just, no. they just didn't gel. I agree. Not, not that much chemistry. I'm on your side here. I, I was wondering if that, that would be considered a hot take. Is it I, not considered a hot take, I guess? I mean, I don't know what the general consensus is, but I thought they worked fine together. Obviously, Palm Springs, the chemistry is better. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think like, the one reference point I have is Palm Springs, right? So like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you haven't seen many Groundhog Day movies. Yeah, so I, I do feel like that this being not the first groundhog day movie i watched definitely like took away from the experience of watching it yeah that's fair i mean i i think me and tyler especially have watched uh what could be considered an obscene amount of groundhog day content because i even watched the other movie on this on this list before i watched this one and then there's edge of tomorrow and there's russian doll and i watched ray zero um and there's probably more that i'm just not thinking Happy about Death day. I haven't watched Happy Death Day, but, you know, I've I've, I've at least touched on enough pieces of the genre to be like, okay, you can do some cool shit with this. And this one isn't necessarily that. Yeah. This this was the first one, you know, it's it's not its fault, you know, but it reminds me a little bit of um, Christmas Carol in that. It's like, we're just going to fuck with you until you get your shit together, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what it is. Actually, the the movie until you become a better person. We're just going to fuck with your shit real bad. Well, the first half of the movie is once he realizes he's doing the day over and over again, he first obviously doesn't believe it. Yeah, then, yeah. He, you know, then he realizes, oh, wait, I can do whatever the hell I want. And then uh, he goes along with that. And then after so many 
it alludes to him being stuck there for years because he yeah. keeps going through the same day and then he gets depressed. Yeah, he was definitely oh, stuck there for a long time. Yeah, people debate about how long it actually is. It so was a, he learned how to play the piano. Yeah, <laughs> to a professional degree. And I sculpt. That's he's and, been there for several years. And learned French. Yeah. Some people say either like 20, 30, 40. Some people say thousands. That feels a bit excessive, but yeah. I'll say I'll take 40. I, I'd go like a couple years. Yeah. I do want to say yeah. um, the. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say decades. Yeah, I think decades is a good spot. Uh, but I want to say that the the girl who plays the lead, who is not uh, Julia Louise, Louise Dreyfus. Well, that that's actually what I was going to say. I think I might have face blindness because I confused her for like three different white women over the course of watching this movie. Because <laughs> you don't I, know I names. Thought, I also don't know names, but apparently you don't know faces either. Um, I thought first it was the girl from Seinfeld who you just named, and she's also in. Vietnam, it does look right? like her. Right, but then also after a while, I'm like, is it the girl from Pan's Labyrinth? Not Pan's Labyrinth. Um. The David Bowie one. Is that just Labyrinth? Yeah, yeah it's just Labyrinth. Yeah, is it the girl from Labyrinth? It's not Connolly, no. And I'm like, it's definitely not her either. So I I, I really can't tell the difference between people. It's no. kind of concerning. She does look like the girl from Seinfeld, though, a lot. Yeah, right? Like, I I, I really thought it was her for a bit. And then I, mean, I was like, no, no, you're wrong. Now that you say it, I saw it. But while watching it, I didn't catch it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I struggle with faces. So she looked... I feel like names. her face has gotten longer... Who is Louise? Is longer? No, the, the, yeah, the... yeah, no, the actress. Oh, I don't. Know. I'm just looking at pictures of her now. To be fair, I also thought that the woman, the wife in Oh Brother, or uh, Where Art Thou, and the wife in Ocean's Eleven were the same person for a little bit. Uh, they were so... basically the same person. Let's be honest here. They're play the same role. Let's be honest here. Like, they play the same, basically the same role in both movies. You're, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why I can't distinguish anybody. I, I don't know about that. One was significantly more dead set on getting a ring at the bottom of the lake. That's true. She, she, she made him work for it. Yeah, yeah. But the, the same major plot. Yeah, they are both the woman George Clooney is after. Sure. George Clooney was married to both of them. Something happened. They move on, date other people. George Clooney wants him back. Sure. I kind of hope that's just a constant thing. Every time we see a George Clooney movie, it's just a rehash of that same plot for some <laughs> reason. We never find out why. It just keeps happening. We go back to He's Batman and Robin. Day. It's the same plot. He's <laughs> his own Groundhog Day. Oh, there we go. We brought it back. We're on topic again. Um, yeah, this movie had good bits, though. I, I like some of the funny bits in it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Like I like the uh, the opening weather report that he gives. I thought it was pretty funny. What where he was like, uh, where he's just tearing into everything. It's like in L.A., there's a chance of sun, there's like sun gang violence and overpriced real estate. Yep, that was a good one. Uh, I love the. There's like this life insurance salesman who keeps like getting really friendly with him. Oh my god, yeah, fucking dead dude. I hate. <laughs> I I literally wrote down. I was like, if I have to hear. Hey Phil, hey Phil, one more time, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Ned Ryerson, uh, I I loved it just because like I loved some of the different reactions. I love the first one's like, "Hey Ned," and he just punches him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks a little Ned. concerned. And keeps walking. I I love the other. I love one that even more where he just like hugs him. He's like, "I've missed you. I've missed you so much." You I busy right oh now? my god. You busy? <laughs> and then he's rubbing yeah, his hands I, on I, his I, back. I go. Yeah, it was very, it was great. That's a great way to scare somebody off. Yeah. Most of the time. 
Yeah, that could um, go one of two ways. Yeah, <laughs> it either goes really in your favor or really not. Uh, I can't actually remember many other funny bits. Um, uh, I oh, thought the kid who fell out of the tree and he's like, "Say thank you, say thank you, say thank you, you piece of shit, you've never said thank you." Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. I like that one. He saves his, the kid's ass every day, and the kid yeah. never thanks him. I mean, the kid obviously <laughs> doesn't know it every day, but still. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is really the grandfather of them all. Yeah, uh, and yeah. It, it's one of those movies that makes me really like. And it's funny. Every Groundhog Day movie is basically saying Groundhog Day bad, right? That you know you don't want to be stuck in stuck in this daily loop every day. I don't know, man. I still would wouldn't mind being in a Groundhog Day loop for you know a couple thousand years. Uh, yes, not I'm not against years. it. Not years, not thousand. And okay, well, okay. The timing, okay, timing may be different, but yeah. In Phil's case, at first he's obviously confused why the hell. Then he realizes he can do whatever he wants. One of my favorite scenes is once the two drunk guys tell him that you can do whatever you want. He gets chased by cops almost gets ran over by a train and just does just, just the scene before that was pretty funny too where he's like uh the two drunk guys are talking and they're like oh can you drive and he's like yeah and then stumbles over and falls yeah pulls him back up he's like just take a deep breath you'll be fine you want to throw a pillow in the car i, I think both <laughs> but yeah, yeah i don't know like seriously i think a time loop would be pretty fucking great just like you can pretty much do whatever you want to do within a 24-hour period you can It'd be you, nice for a little eventually you run out of things to do i don't know i happened, think yeah i think that uh a pump springs ends up putting it pretty nicely where pretty much he, he just keeps trying to kill himself after a while right but i think you can get a lot of value even out of something like just like that like well, just, can, just just start taking them instead of taking the simplest way of doing things just massively complicate every decision you make Turn your life into the most complicated Rube's Goldberg machine you can do in 24 hours. I'm pretty sure I could lose centuries doing that. Well, yeah, you can do that. You can do uh, like he did. Besides doing whatever you want for the first like few days, he learned different skills. You can do that. Yeah, you can become a master in anything. Actually, yeah, I could spend a lot of time in 24 I could hours. A, I could spend yeah. a lot of time in a time loop. Do you yeah. think how much? Like how many? How much just games you could play? Think about how okay. many crimes you could commit. It would never matter. That's what I'm you saying. It would never matter. Hey, if you're, if you're tired Chris of like committing crimes, do something else. Chris would go the incredibly dark route. Faison would go the light route. Yeah, I was like, think of all the games you could play, man. But like you just Chris, sit, sit at home and play Xbox the whole day. The crime doesn't have to work out the first time. You can plan the perfect heist by just trying it out every single day. Which That's true. But like, yeah, what's the point? What's the point? The fact that you did it. You can commit like heists that have never been done and you've done them. Problem is, and then you so know how everybody to... know that you've done them. You're doing it for yourself. It's like it's the catharsis. But the problem is where you're stuck in too. Yeah, I guess right, if we got stuck where we live, it wouldn't be too bad because we're so close to New York. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be awesome because we're close to everything. Yeah, we can pretty yeah. much just go where, whatever major city we want. And but you would lose do an hour. You would lose an hour getting there. Yeah, yeah, you but wake, still up, like you wake up at six. Hours. I mean, let's let's take it under. It's six to six, so six to six for Groundhog Day, right? That is exactly twenty four hours. You wake up at six. That is earlier than I ever fucking wake up, and yeah. later than I ever go to sleep. It's fine. I'll stay up the full twenty four hours to make the max out of this. If we go by premature rules, it's until I come, which truthfully is just my decision. I just have a, a reset button for whatever I want. Uh, but that's not the whole point of premature. It's not the point of premature. I'm just using. Oh, the we'll get to that later. Yeah, I'm just using the stipulations provided by the movie. 
And if we take Palm Springs, then it is until I fall asleep, which or die or die. Until I fall asleep or die. And I mean, if I die, I definitely want the reset. And I can try and stay up as long as I can. I mean, what's the longest a human being has stood up without dying? Um, four, more than four days. I, wait, wasn't it like a week or something? I feel like you'd probably. Yeah, it's probably like four eleven four days. days. Eleven, 11 days, days, and then you start to go a bit insane. It seems like. But that's a, I can. That's eleven days. I can do a lot of damage in eleven days. My palm sprinkles. My palm sprinkles. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, I could. I could. You, I could travel parts of the world in 11 days as long as I make sure to stay awake. Yeah, but you're all, eh, you know, you know, it's possible. Right? All I'm saying is that I think that the time, the time sheep has a, has a bad rep. I think that there's some really good, <laughs> it'd be nice to just take a time loop every so often. True. For a couple, couple millennia in here or there. Okay. I, but I don't know for like a thousand years though. Like that's a long time. I think I could do a thousand years in a time loop. I would rather do like one year because we even want yourself? to live for a thousand. Oh yeah, years. no, I mean, wait, wait, wait. I would. Do you speed yourself up if you kill yourself every like the moment you wake up and kill yourself? Do you just speed it up? So if you're saying that I gave myself like the rule that I have to do this for a thousand years, and by like say two hundred years, you're sick of it. If you just wake up, kill yourself, and then keep doing, yeah, that. I mean that would count according to the rules that we've just made up that contrive to no film that we're discussing whatsoever because we're no, no longer on topic. Day. We've gone far no, off topic. No, it's in Groundhog Day because he kills himself halfway through the day and then wakes up. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't. It's, it's, not, like he's, it's not like he's building to a day though. It's not like day one thousand, you're out. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the stipulation we've made up. Uh, I would agree that that would work. Yes, in which case, uh, if I got bored of it, five hundred. I mean, I'd be that'd really suck. <laughs> and even at, like, that's that's the point where I just start getting creative with it. You know, it's like, well, if I'm gonna, you know, if I have to die five hundred times to get out of here, I might as well see what's the coolest thing I can do. Yeah. All right. Do we want to get on to get back on? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know the, the movie back to the topic before I so, say anything yeah. incriminating. Yeah, Phil is stuck in Groundhog Day, and as the movie progresses, he goes from um, doing whatever he wants to being depressed and obviously doesn't want to be stuck anymore, so there's a whole montage of him killing himself in a bunch of different ways, which you can vary is funny to duck as it goes to more, like, not crazy ways to kill yourself. Yeah, it definitely strides the line. Like, the first thing he does is he wakes up, he goes downstairs, he grabs a toaster, and then you see the power go out in the house. Yeah. yeah, I laughed. Like, okay, that's a pretty funny way to, <laughs> to die. Um, and yeah, then he just was... starts walking through the cars. I wish I did laugh because it was just, <laughs> just a very, all right, car coming. All right, please hit me. Please hit me. I done this at Rockers. <laughs> please hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I think every college student has crossed the street and just kind of hoped that they'd get hit by please, a car. Please pay for my tuition. Yeah, especially like, you know, on school property. Uh, better As you if it's see like the a, bus coming. God, just it's drunk. the bus. Come on. Yeah. Just tuck your knees, take the hit. Pain's temporary, but that money, it, it lasts slightly longer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that money. Actually, it probably doesn't last longer because <laughs> all of it goes longer. into tuition, tuition like yeah. the next day. Student loan is forever. There you go. Yeah. Um, one yeah. thing, one thing I really liked in, in Groundhog Day, actually, is when he steals the car with the Groundhog and they go on their, their joyride. Um, and he drives off the cliff. Yeah, and the camera guy's like, "Oh, he might be okay." And then a car fucking implodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, so. not now. Yeah, not now. Yeah, I also thought that the romance in this movie was kind of just creepy. Yeah, it. Uh, Bill at Murray. Times, I, I don't. Yeah. At times, it felt 
off. It didn't I mean, go. Lot- it didn't go like to the extent of what you were thinking of yourself for the first time. But you <laughs> you do get that general "don't do it" vibe. Yeah, yeah. especially the first couple of ones where he's like basically just reliving days to get information, and then just being like, "Yeah, I went to high school with you. I was in your class. Yeah, your favorite thing is this." Yeah, although I did like, find all right, it funny. Bill. I did find it funny. Wow, Tyler, Tyler, finding that funny. This is throwing me back. No, to that just made it. Wild. That just made it so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. I thought that was that gave me the creepiest vibes of all time. Bill Murray is. Here's the thing. Bill Murray feels way too old in this movie. I mean, yeah. they were eventually, originally they wanted uh, younger people, but then uh, when uh, Harold Ramis was doing the script with, I forgot the screenwriter. I think he did it too, but I, whatever. When he was doing it, they realized that you couldn't have. Uh, like that transformation with somebody who's younger because like why it, it would be better if somebody who's older who's already jaded turned into something good instead of somebody who's young and an asshole well i mean i don't know palm springs proves that wrong well the, the, he's there longer yeah of course but it still proves that you could do that with a young character and truthfully well, Bill Murray if, 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 the, if the girl, girl wasn't like fresh out of college it wouldn't feel so weird is she maybe i thought she was i don't like, know but she looked like it she looks young she looks way too young for bill murray bill murray looks like he's like 40 in the movie yeah, yeah. 40, like 40 like and we're being generous with that 40 those are like a poorly aged 40 he's like 40 i was thinking she was like earliest uh mid nah, yeah mid to late 20s it's when did this great. movie come out 91 or 94 all right, we got a range there. Hold on. 93. I'm okay. right. 93. Um, well, let me do some quick math. <laughs> oh, no. Math on our channel is just 35. He's mm-hmm. 35? She was 35 in the movie. Oh, like okay. the actress. How did... Oh, okay. Okay. I guess she just aged much better than he did. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't How think old was he in the movie? I don't know. I mean, it comes be... out that he was like 60. No, he's supposed to be like. He was supposed to be uh, like early forties, I think, late thirties. God, he, that that he did not age well for late thirties. Spill Mary. <laughs> Fair point. I don't think it ever says. Oh, either way. Yeah, uh, I don't think the age difference is much as as big as you guys thought it was. It felt. No, it just looks maybe like it, just, it though. Yeah, I agree. Maybe maybe that's kind of what hurts the chemistry as well. It just looks bad. I guess apparently it's not. It just looks bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I I said it before. I wasn't super engaged with a lot of this movie until we started seeing Bill Mary actually changing as a character. Yeah. I think this is something that some of the other movies, like I think that a lot of Groundhog Day movies, kind of have this issue where before the time loop kicks in, they're not super engaging, and even kind of before it feels like things are really moving along. They can kind of feel a bit sluggish. I feel like Premature might have this problem. We will talk about that in a second. Um, and I feel like some other content has a similar issue, which is why I think actually time loops might be better in shows than movies. Uh, just because you have more time to play with the concept. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the show, the the movie, you the have to game. like wrap everything up in, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. You yeah. can't really show that, like character development as much. Yeah. The shows that I've seen on... them, time loops have been better. It depends on when you start, because again, this is the first time loop movie, and then as we see later in Palm Springs, they do it in a different direction, so you get 
I guess a different way to do the character development, but it's still different because you they're doing it. It's different. I think Palm Springs benefits from something else, but I'll get into that when we get into that. Um, on that note, though, I don't think there's really a lot to say about this movie just because of its age and yeah. there's, not like, it, there's not a, defi- a lot of defining characteristics to it. It was okay. Yeah, it's fun enough. Uh, the ending is charming, you know, like it's it's a feel good ending. It's not like inject happiness into my veins, like 10 things I hate about you, but it's feel good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's definitely an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. It's it's like, you know, don't avoid this movie at all costs, but I don't know if I'd really say to seek it out either. It's enjoyable. I mean, we listed off the moments we f- thought was funny, which is a good handful of them. Like most of the stuff yeah. we said is just like the first half of the movie. That's true, because the second half gets a bit more serious as he develops as a person. Yeah, which is after so, like his whole suicidal tendency montage. <laughs> yeah, you know, after that quick quick stint into suicide. Yeah. Um, him yeah, learning about all, thoughts from you guys, or him learning about the whole town is interesting. An interesting way to do it. That's not like many that, other actually. not many other Groundhog Day movies do that. I agree. Actually, I really like that. That's yeah. a nice little bit. Phase on. Anything yeah. else? Uh, no, nothing really else to add for me here. I agree. This is just a very simple one. Yeah. Yeah. And it wraps up nicely. I, with, I, it wraps up nicely with him actually getting together with the his producer, who I immediately forgot the name. Um, I'm gonna call her Elaine because that was her name in Seinfeld. Still not that actress. <laughs> <laughs> on That's that her. note. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, Faison. Our next film is. Premature. Which one, Faison? Which... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Tyler. <laughs> Fun fact. Faison actually watched the wrong Premature. Most yeah, of I, the wrong I actually premature. watched 40 minutes of the 2019 or 2020 film 19. that follows a like 17-year-old in like African-American woman I, like falling in love over the summer for her college. That's what I watched. <laughs> Forty minutes in, I was like, w- w- "Like, does Groundhog Day like hello? <laughs> Where's the timer? Like, who put this movie in here?" Faison, you have to actually rank that movie alongside these three. What, it, it actually wasn't minutes. that bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's actually gonna take the number three spot. It's a quick steal. <laughs> like, it actually wasn't horrible. It was actually pretty pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> Well, there like, we I'm, go. Gonna, I'm gonna have to finish it. <laughs> I, already, I mean, it's an hour and a half, right? I already you're watched 40 minutes through. of it. Yeah. yeah, you're already. No, I mean, that's listen. The way I always say, like, if you watch a movie like that and you're halfway through, you might as well finish it because you get to add it to Letterbox, and we all know that the true measure of a man is the length <laughs> of his Letterbox. So you might as well just finish. Is that why movie. you have like a thousand movies reviewed? I on have, there? I think, a thousand one hundred. I have yeah. zero. <laughs> Phazon has zero still. Yeah. Which is like, I, just just add them, Tyler. I mean, Phazon and Tyler, for that matter. I mean, but ranking you, them is like complicated. It is. It takes a lot. It takes a lot out of you, which is why I you got to get a system going early. Well, no, because you went through all the movies you've ever seen, even if you've only seen them once when you were like seven. Ah, no, 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 no. I have to remember the film like well enough to actually have an opinion on it. If I watched the movie and I did not remember it well enough, I didn't add it. All right. Fair. This is why I can't remember faces. I remember a thousand, <laughs> thousand one hundred and five movies. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I can't wait to say another character's name wrong. 
Yeah, listen, this is this is a very free form episode. We're just chilling today. We know yeah. that if we die, it's gonna start all over again anyway. So true. Uh, it, premature. Premature. <laughs> it uh, came out in 2014. It follows a high school student, pretty awkward dude, named. Uh, I don't, I don't even know his name. name. <laughs> Willard. Oh my god! I gotta look this up. Willard is from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah, not that Willard. Jonathan. John. Rob. Rob. There you go. Rob Crab. Rob. Jesus Crab. Man. Who's? <laughs> it's a good shot that none of us Tyler. knew the name. No, 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 it's a good shot that none of us knew the name. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say too. Now, okay, so so he basically he's living this one day again. It's Groundhog Day movie, so he's living this whole day throughout. But the whole premise of this movie is that every time he ejaculates, the day resets, and antics ensue. And antics ensue. Overall, I mean, just a pretty funny movie. Yeah, I I was surprised by how much I was laughing during this movie. Yeah, like, I went in with kind of medium to low expectations. I'm like, okay, this is a funny premise. It's Groundhog Day, but he has to bust one. Yeah, fun. Um, and then I actually found myself like the first, like the opening scene of the movie is his wet dream. Yeah, where, uh, the, the, <laughs> you're, so you're, much. You're immediately met to the shot of uh, a three-breasted woman. Totally recall, um, and that yeah, total a true a true total recall, uh, and that sets the tone for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I will say I did um, chuckle at that. I did laugh at that part. Every time he got woken up in the morning, <laughs> so he's just messy. sitting there in, right, I want to in just a puddle. Why does my mother in? hate him so much? <laughs> Tyler, she just opened the door to see your kid sitting well, in a well, pool of his you, own jizz. Why do you open the door like that? <laughs> he's, Tyler's not wrong about that. She should have knocked. That's that's true. But she didn't. Sleeping. It was like to wake him up for school. It looks, you it looks really bad. Like, like, why didn't he have blankets over him? Yeah, why didn't he have a cover over? Yeah, no, that, Every, everybody that fucked up thing. on that situation. Everyone <laughs> yeah. fucked up there. There's no winners. But like, even um, as the movie progressive, the mom's in it for like very short amounts. She hates she, her son. She so fucking much. hates her kid. <laughs> She, like, it calls him like a pervy him. freak or something. I can't believe this my yeah. life. I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. Yeah. She does not love her son whatsoever. Um, the dad is much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Um, but yeah, it, it is a really funny movie. Uh, it features, at this point, uh, I think it's fair enough to call them 321Binge alum, yeah. Alan Tudyk, because we have seen this man in like, like four seven different times. Yeah, he just keeps showing up and he's going to keep showing up because I fucking adore Adam T- Alan Tudyk. If I could truly, and I mean this genuinely, if I could have a single, if I could have a single celebrity on this show, it would be him. I, hands down, it would be wow. him. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish. Like that's, that's that truly, I would be, I'd be so happy to. Yeah, he's been in at least like what, three episodes, four episodes? This is, uh, this is the fourth, right? I think this might be the fourth. Firefly, Doom Patrol, and there was something else. Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. And Wreck-It Ralph. This is the fourth episode that yeah. he's been in. This fifth, then. What, what, what was the other one? Moana. He's the chicken. Well, that's just getting Moana? Moana? Really? That he's gets even better. Chicken, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think of it. Oh, actually, no, wait, that's the same episode as Wreck-It Ralph. And it's still five movies. Well, five. There we go. Five movies. Uh, I'll take it. Five yeah. whatever projects. I mean, we've talked about you know Star Wars at a on a on a larger scale, so I'll just I'll count that too. At this point, we should just make a Star Wars podcast. Uh, oh God, we should I make an Alan Tudyk podcast. Fuck that, actually. <laughs> no, because actually, I'm not against this because we get to talk about a Knight's Tale, and that's Alan Tudyk and Heath Ledger. <laughs> and you know, I already said I love Heath. You know, 
It's we'd fine. also have to talk about Transformers. Uh, he's in Transformers. Yeah, that's what. Oh. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I don't know which one. I don't. Oh, wait, no, I know. I do one. hate that one. No, it's the third one. one. I don't hate the third one. Third one's the third best. That's not really high praise, but it's not the like worst. Four or five? <laughs> I think six. So they count six Transformers. Oh my. Okay. I count six. Bumblebee as just one of them. I think then, if you count Bumblebee, isn't there seven? That too many. Okay. Also whatever. in iRobot, featuring Will Smith, who's not in this movie. That that doesn't tie us back at all. Um, but yeah, Alan Tudyk plays a uh, college recruiter whose wife recently died and is extremely emotionally vulnerable. Um, yeah, his scenes are fucking hilarious. He's having so much fucking fun with that role. Yeah. In everything we've seen in him, Alan Tudyk is having so much fucking fun. I've never seen him in a movie, uh, except apparently Transformers. I don't remember he's in that. But aside from that, I've never seen him in a movie where it doesn't seem like he's having a fucking blast. Mr. Nobody, he's fucking eating it up. Firefly, he's having so much, fun so much he's having such a good time. My wife. Like he's he's always happy. He loves his wife and he's always happy, Tyler. <laughs> he loves his um, wife in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's like George Clooney seeking his wife every movie, but it's Alan Tudyk just loves <laughs> <The opposite. her. laughs> God. Um but yeah, much like much like uh Crownhog Day, um, the other movie we talked about 30 minutes ago. Uh the, the universe is trying to basically correct a wrong. In this case, Rob is going to lose his virginity with this girl he's been tutoring who's just going to use him to, to pass classes. Yeah, she's, she's going to use him to pass classes. Like, she just yeah. wants to, like, he's going to do all her work and she's going she's gonna to sleep with him. Yep. Uh, and in reality, there's this other girl who he's been friends with for years who's tall. And that's her. <laughs> that was a yeah, weird she's sentence. Tall. That, was that <laughs> her I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of like her thing that's in one the movie. Of, yeah, that's one of her things. She was very tall, so like she became friends with him really young, and that's why they like each other. And she wants to like go out with him, and the universe is trying to push him to do that. Um, so every time he he comes, day resets. Uh, and it's it's so fucking. I find it. I find this movie absolutely hilarious. And Tyler, you upset me a little while ago because you were like, "This movie's so stupid," and I said, "Tyler." You made us watch Team America, and you tried to fucking defend yourself instead of just taking this L, Tyler. Yeah, because what's this movie? Tyler does have a kind of a point where I, I could see I could see where he's coming from, where he's like, because Team America is like a parody of the, like the actual like the world itself. Okay, this is the parody of John Hughes movies. Yes. I, I'm going to call this a parody of. I'm calling it one. I, I am. I am surprised that Tyler didn't like it. I, I am surprised. It. Tyler has lowbrow humor, so I expected him to love this movie. I didn't hate it as much as you hate Team America. I despise Team America with a burning passion. I gave this a straight up 5 out of 10, so. Team America is trash. And Tyler, I don't think you can defend the, the comparison. That, like, there's, they're not the same. The jokes, for me, the jokes in Team America are obviously poking fun of America and celebrities and all that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and again, Matt Damon is hilarious, so. I don't know, compared man. This, to, this movie had really, really good jokes. I think this movie had really, really good jokes. And I think that Team America... It walks the line between parody and not parody, and I don't actually think it walks the line. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. think there's I, a line. I think it's just walking, Tyler. I don't know. I didn't think. I mean, there's yeah, an I extended chuckled at the scene, scene where a puppet takes a shit on the chest of another puppet. Are you going to defend yourself here? Yeah, they did that to see how far they can go with it. That sounds fun. <laughs> they did that because they wanted to have something to take out. All right, now you could defend that one pretty well. Damn, I should have given you something less good. <laughs> That's not me. I gave you too much. <laughs> I gave you too much to work with there. 
Yeah, but no. So again, I chuckled at the. I chuckled a couple of times throughout the whole movie. It wasn't like I was stone faced watching this with hatred. No, I was yeah. laughing pretty hard at this. I movie. was cracking up. Yeah, I was having a great time. Tyler just doesn't extend, understand joy. I laughed more at the bloopers. I would say that. I I found. I mean, I think at this point, you know, you guys know the premise. We could just talk about some of the really some funniest scenes. Well, before um, you get to that, you were saying that the whole point of the the time loop for him was that he was supposed to get with his friend instead of the quote unquote uh, slut as she is described. Yeah, the vapid chick. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing because compared to the other two movies, the reason for Groundhog Day in the original Groundhog Day is that he's an asshole and they basically wanted to change. Yeah, it's the, Mr. Scrooge. The reasoning for Palm Springs is that this mystical thing in the desert that they walked into. This more one, of a scientific thing, but sure, but but you got my point. But this is yeah. more the universe decides who you want to get with. I mean, decides I who he is, wants to get with. Yeah, it's just a he's weird, also just like a horny teenager, and they're trying to stop that. Yeah, it's just the universe throwing a guy a bone, and he was throwing it right Look, back. I mean, pretty much. I mean, like basically, this movie exists. And, you know, I, I jokingly said parody of John Hughes movies. That's not fair uh, at all. But I would say it's like a parody of high school movies overall. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, I, I don't know if I'd say deconstruction, no. but uh, something close to that. I think deconstruction might be giving it too much credit. You are. <laughs> um, but it, exi- it at least exists within like that realm. Right. So it, it, the scale's smaller. The focus is is more uh direct but you know i think the cast has actually really good chemistry there's this small ethnically ambiguous kid who's his best friend <laughs> armenian or no, 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 not not the actual small one <laughs> no, no, the other uh, relatively small ethnically ambiguous kid um who is cracking jokes at an astonishing rate yeah i mean uh, like the first joke he cracked was the ball cost yeah i <laughs> Yeah, I thought that one was Holocaust. Holocaust was a fucking great show. Holocaust, and then he's like, never forget. Yeah, that was clever. <laughs> There's also a scene where our protagonist is hiding in the girl's bathroom, trying to get off so he can reset the day. So his friend starts speaking in a very racist uh, yeah. Chinese character accent in order to try and get him to finish. I was <laughs> cringing throughout that whole scene. I was, I was fucking dying. dying. I was fucking absolutely dying. He was saying to stick his egg roll right up there and oh man, that got me. See, that was thing. real fucked. See, that's the thing. The whole point of that bit is oh, it's funny because it's racist. I'm like, alright. And then I laughed when he decided I laughed when he decided to change it up and do a incredibly stereotypical <laughs> black accent because it was the only other accent he could do yeah i laughed at that because i'm like all right you threw that in there i didn't expect that all right it's funny i i found that whole sequence to be did you find the accents in team america funny though because i found them hilarious for uh, kim jong uh, il oh yeah or like any of the arabs well that because they went further instead of doing a bad accent they just made them speak the gibberish (laughs) It was just literally Muhammad Jihad every, at the end of every sentence. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, just do a uh, random, uh, random uh, Middle Eastern accent. It's like, no, we're going to purposely make it like this to make it sound even stupider. Okay, I know what for me is the difference between Team America and this movie. Uh, Team America has absolutely nothing to the core of it. It's making it part of just... America. What do you mean? <laughs> That's not a core, Tyler. That's not a core. A core is like a character dynamic or an emotional thread or something that pushes the story in a meaningful way. This actually has like 
personal stakes for the protagonist with his relationship with his father and with the girl and with college. Like there's an emotional grounded core throughout the movie. Whereas team America is, uh, pussies and dicks and something about assholes. I don't fucking remember that movie was bad. And also, this is kind of like slightly re- more real. Like it's relatable. Yeah, oh, you don't yeah, think it's relatable. It's grounded. Oh, you think <laughs> you guys yeah. ever been waking up in a time loop after you have a wet dream and your mom walks. <laughs> Not no knocking about that one, but <laughs> no, I agree. It's it's a more grounded movie, and yeah. I think it's a lot more fun because of that. There's um the threesome scene. Oh, that's where... That one oh got. Uh, yeah, I laughed at that. Yeah, he walks into the the bedroom of his his ethnically ambiguous friend and the girl he's dating, and well, his friend dating. immediately not dating, sorry, sleeping with, and his friend immediately very practicing excitedly, with. huh? Practicing with. They're not sleeping. They're she's practicing, practicing with him. So when she yeah. when she she'll meet the right guy in college. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> Jesus, but um, yeah, his friend is like way too into the idea of having a threesome with his buddy. Yeah, but she's then like, her response was just even better. <laughs> yeah, her, uh, her uh, what the hell did he say? She was like, "You save those for marriages because that's how you give marriages to her." <laughs> no, no, I'm talking oh, about God. her. Um, Jedi mind tricks, whatever he calls it. Oh yeah, she uh, can she can tell you when to come, and you just do it. Yeah, and they make the fucking <laughs> fucking greatest faces and sounds. It's it's so fucking funny every time. Oh, they're God. both just sitting in bed, like vibrating, like <laughs> doing crunches or something. Like, oh man, yeah. Uh, um, also, early in the show, I I called Tyler, and I, I think I quote. It was the Israeli guy that looks at you through your window while you're trying to get laid. Um, that's because in this movie, there is an Israeli guy who looks through this kid's window as he tries to get laid. And honestly, that guy actually cracks me the fuck up. He's in literally two seconds in the whole movie, and that's his whole point. He's re- he's actually in a couple of small scenes, and every time he's very funny. I didn't find him yeah. funny at all. If that was his I whole found thing. him. I found him. Well, Tyler, I think you're a bit too close to the situation. I found it quite funny. <laughs> Keep going. I know I'm moving away from that. Uh-huh. Uh, I found it. <laughs> I found it quite funny. Um, another fucking hilarious scene. Uh, at one point, the kid gets sent to the principal's office. Oh my god! And oh god! He, he's really struggling to get one off. So he's he goes to get out of the principal's office. <laughs> he goes and he grabs some mayo from his principal sandwich. Just starts going to town. <laughs> his, t- his principal turns around and a face filled with agony says. My wife made me that sandwich. Daughter, daughter, daughter. <laughs> daughter. My daughter made me that sandwich. And then, I love how he asks, "Is that semen?" He's like, "No, I'm just a little bit of mayo." <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, that's another scene that fucking cracked me up. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, there's also the movie. Yeah, he he gets kicked in the ball so hard he comes by yeah. a very angry basketball player. Um, oh wait, I want to bring that up. It was it's weird that the bullies in the movie are the volleyball players, right? Yeah, it is it is weird. It's pretty I mean, funny. They, 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 they call it out though, too. Though. Like you're volleyball players. You can't be bullies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also I did like there was wait, I'm sorry, the fact that this man gets shot with a water gun filled with piss every day. Dude, it's every day. You know this is gonna happen. How are you not prepared? I mean that he did duck true. that one time. Tyler, but you don't know, maybe shot. he's into that. Jesus like, Christ. Like, no, he avoided it, and then he's like, oh, I did it. And he's like, you're still standing in front of them and still get shot with it. Yeah. I mean, I do think that there's one really good bit that comes with the the um, 
volleyball players where he's like, you know what? I think you guys are just insecure. I think that you guys are just are just gay and not able to handle that fact yet. And what turns out one of the volleyball players actually is gay. And then later on, they're chasing him. They're going to they're going to beat him with an inch of his life. So he hides in a classroom. He starts going off into a corner and um, he turns around and they all just look at him <laughs> and, and the yeah. gay guy makes a face. <laughs> really quick. It's really quick, but you notice the one guy just smiling and enjoying. It's like, oh, that guy. <laughs> yep, it, it's it's lightning. It's blinking. You miss it, but oh god, if you don't. <laughs> um, also, yeah, there's a there's a, a small Armenian boy who's a genius and who gets straight up uh, Guantanamo Bay style tortured by yeah. the protagonist <laughs> in, a, so, in an oddly fucked up scene. Was it the grandma that was the one that put that like the curse on him, or is that what he thought? I think that's just what he thought. I don't think it was the grandma. It doesn't make any sense. I think he would have only. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think it's the grandma. I think that the grandma just wanted to murder him. Maybe she could smell the curse on him. You know. Yeah. Also, slightly racist again. A little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah. No. There's. There's no denying this is a movie of the early two thousands. It's just absolutely no ignoring that. It's two thousand fourteen. It's twenty fourteen. Man, wow, that made this sentence feel a little bit weird, didn't it? Yeah. Early two uh, six years ago, times have changed. Yeah, yeah, times have changed. We're new. This is not who we are, okay, guys? This is <laughs> as a country, country that is exactly who we are. That has been doing this for 300 and some years. But yeah, they, like they made the grandma be like literally a gypsy. Yeah. yeah. That that word is. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. Not, not as an not Armenian. Yeah. yeah. It's not a great look, to be entirely true. Yeah. Um, but it is a funny movie. It is so. a funny movie. I enjoyed watching it actually. If you like, just need I, a laugh, it a lot. yeah. If you need a laugh, and hey, maybe you're you're not not too sober for it. You know, this is a good movie to throw on. I want to say that uh, I did like the one loop when he stole the um, golf cart. Didn't. Oh like yeah, that's that the best one. He, didn't like how he uh, sexually <laughs> was an accomplice, or I don't know how to sexual assault with that freshman. Uh, no, he was the mastermind of the sexual uh, he assault. He sexually assaulted his teacher. <laughs> Oh, that one. Oh, that also. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of that, but I was thinking of the freshman okay. student with the other one. Yeah. Where he oh, that, told that, her... that, that that's just blackmail and extortion. Yeah. 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 I mean, he. I, I always think that the funniest part of any movie with a time loop is when they realize they're in a time loop and they're like, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you, they always just do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I always imagine, fun. though? Like, what if like they just do whatever the fuck they want and then the next day the, their time loop ends? That'd be my biggest fear. I what if I like commit a horrible crime and then the day it, it just ends, right? Yeah. Like that's the universe little prank on me. Oh, I would, I would love if there's a movie or a show that does that. It's like, oh, it's going to happen every day. It's like, wait, it stopped? Oh, shit. That's actually a really fun premise. Shit. Just make it stop just in the second half. And murder 10 people. <laughs> I, sw- I swear I was going to come back tomorrow. And I didn't wear anything to disguise myself because I thought that it'd be fine. No, you just ran into a naked. <laughs> Oh man, I think I think that. Oh, actually, no. There's one last thing I do want to talk about. I do just I like you know um, the protagonist Alan Tudyk and his father. They all just end up getting drunk together, and uh, I I just find that scene really fun. I don't think yeah. there was anything specifically funny in it, but it's just a good just a good feeling. Yeah, you know? it was awesome. I, I just like it. They're together after like he bombs the interview for whatever amount of time he's been in this loop. They go meet yeah. him again. They try and convince him that he's worth going to the school, and that's when he realizes that he loves his friend, which I think kind of it doesn't come out of nowhere. You know exactly where the movie's going. It's like predictable. Yeah, 
it doesn't come out of nowhere, but at the same time, his realization of it is... Yeah, his realization does come out of kind of nowhere. Yeah. I feel like there was a catalyst, but I can't remember... Oh, the ca- I remember the catalyst. It was when he walked out of his class to go to the meeting again. And she wasn't there. And she wasn't there to, to take him there. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Could have been that was the catalyst. There could have been a little bit more. Again, it's a well, Maybe it was when they, um, when they were in the, in the bus or smoking together. I'd say that was an earlier one, but I, I that yeah. after that scene, he's still a dick to her, and he's still yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah no, I'm not gonna go." So, like, I, I accounted to the scene where he walks out and he doesn't see her there. I usually think if as long as there's a scene for like a catalyst of major change, or at least an explanation that I feel works like that, I usually don't have a problem with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, On that note, I don't think there's much more to say about this one unless you guys got something. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think we actually managed to talk about this for a lot longer than I expected. Yeah, I'm, honestly, again, yeah. But the movie ends like cute enough he does eventually get he sleeps with his uh friend and they basically end up dating like it's a allude to them being dating uh together at the end yeah, he's yeah. still he's still prematurely ejaculates though oh naturally i mean it's the title of the movie it wouldn't be fair yeah. if he didn't yep um fun movie i think that's i like this one i think it's really fun yeah um i don't hate it on i don't <laughs> yeah it's, it's great raving reviews from tyler put it on the back of the dvd cover put it back in it could be like when the 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 graphic designer puts the two star review in between two people so it looks like four (laughs) you haven't seen that oh man once when the laser disc of this movie comes out tyler's review is just going to be right on the back of it the laser disc oh my god yeah the laser disc review chris the movie Uh, came out in 2014 a laser disc probably isn't dead i have i don't really know much about laser disc anyway it's definitely let's move on last last movie on our list palm springs uh, classic time loop story, uh, guy, but you know a little bit of a twist. The guy is at this uh, wedding that he has to go to, and he gets trapped in a time loop, and he's trying to get with this girl, and little does he know, she falls into the time loop with him. And uh, now he gets to live every single day of his life exactly the same, but he's not so alone anymore. But This the, is a really good one. The interesting thing is that when we... First of all, it's starring Andy Samberg, and the movie came out last year. But when we eventually see, when we see Andy Samberg, this is not the first time he's in the loop. He's been in there for yeah. a significant amount of time already. Yeah, he's Eight been in the years. loop. Yeah, which is why I really like this because every other, like, I mean, at least in this category, the ones that we watched, like for this week, both of them had it. Uh, you see the character experience the loop for the first time. And like you know, eventually become like this jaded person, and then rede- like redemption. But we start off yeah. in Palm Springs at that jaded person. Yeah, he's already I agree. he's already been through the fun part of oh, I can do whatever I want. Now he's been like, all right, I'm bored. I'm rehearsed this. Uh, I rehearsed this monologue to do at the wedding already. Let's just ace it and do whatever. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It, it manages to still. Like, because I feel like every movie kind of needs, and this is a very broad word, but like a point of view character, so to speak. So somebody who is uh, interacting with the setting and with certain aspects of the movie at the same time that we are. And for most Groundhog Day movies, it's the main character. Uh, in this one, it is the girl whose name I don't remember. Um, Sarah. Yeah, it is Sarah. Sarah is our kind of point of view because she has just come into the time loop for the first time. And she's like, now she has to kind of like accept all of this. And she goes through all of these steps of like trying to kill herself to get out or um, losing her shit and kind of just doing whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, driving away. And uh, but eventually, you know, we've already seen through Andy Samberg that it's all going to end up back here anyway. 
And at the same time, there's a fucking crazy person played by J.K. Simmons who is trying to torture Andy Samberg for having dragged oh, him into boy. the loop before. Yeah, because in this movie, unlike the other two uh, movies, or really any ground... Oh, no, Edge of Tomorrow does have a reason for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, in this case, uh, Andy Samberg discovered a cave that had this, like, meteorite or some some uh, MacGuffin. Uh, some, something's crazy. Yeah. Crazy show, yeah. Yeah, it was something there that once you walk into it or touch it, more or less, you get stuck in this loop. But so after a few loops, he meets J.K. Simmons at the wedding and he brings him along. And basically, J.K. obviously didn't want that. So he's now out to go and kill him in various different ways. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. (laughs) Just straight up hunts him like a human being. Yeah, like 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 an animal. Yeah, Um, J.K. had fun. Yeah. JK had a good. I mean, JK. Like anytime I see JK Simmons in a movie, it's a good time. You know, you haven't seen Whiplash. Like, I haven't seen Whiplash, but every yeah. other time I've seen JK Simmons in a movie, it's been a good time. Whiplash is not a good time. Yeah, I've seen him yell at people briefly, yeah. so that should be fun. Great movie, though. It's an amazing. Gotta movie. get to that. Gotta get to that. But yeah, I think this movie works on a lot of levels. I think it's pretty fucking hilarious. Yep. Um, yep. It has a lot of just scenes, even like because I we rewatched this. We watched this movie together. Um, and then I skimmed back over it a bit today and there were just a lot of scenes that genuinely had me laughing. Um, like, uh, Andy Samberg has a girlfriend who's cheating on him and he's completely over the fact that she's cheating on him at this point. Like he's known for probably years. So like at one point she's like, Oh my God, are you cheating on me? He's like, no, you're cheating on me. Goof. (laughs) It's fucking great. Or another time he knows everything she's going to say. So he just mimics back to her like at the same time. And she's just like, stop copying me and yelling. (laughs) He just walks right out. He's so absolutely over her. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, There's a dance scene where they go to a biker bar and they just fuck around with shit. And the threatening to fucking murder them. Yep. Um, And there's just, they're just great fucking chemistry. Like this has the best chemistry of all three movies between the cast. Yeah. Yeah everyone's having everyone just has a great dynamic especially between the leads like this is a really good fucking romance yeah, yeah. between the two of them have a great dynamic yeah and I, and I think i forgot the actress's name but she was in a uh, black mirror yeah she was that's right um i think a lot of it a lot of it like they're both fantastic they're both really charismatic and that's kind of something i want to say because we've seen andy sandberg in uh pop star yeah and I think that it's weird. And Annie Sandberg is kind of carried by like a weird charisma. Like even in like Brooklyn nine, nine, he's just like a really nice kind of somewhat charismatic guy that you like to watch. You know what I mean? Like his performances never seem to get anywhere like deep or, or really crazy or anything like that, but he's just really nice to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even like, even in his SNL skits, you know, whether they're the ones that he did with like Justin Timberlake or some of the other ones that he did on his own, uh, he walks with like an unearned confidence, which is yeah. just fucking really hard not to like. He's just consistently playing himself. I feel like that's what he is in real life. I, I'd like to think so. I don't think you can have a character this consistent between everything you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, although in this, he shows more death because he has lived the same day for years. Yeah, but like even in like the most emotional scenes he has here, it's not like he's like, it feels totally different than... Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, you know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. just a, it still if, feels if like it's it's Andy, Andy yeah, yeah, and that <laughs> works really well for him, like surprisingly well. Because I, I really had no expectation for this movie, um, because I was like, oh, it'll probably just be kind of like a dumb comedy with not much to it. Yeah, like it's an Andy Samberg movie. 
yeah, I don't think he has that much depth to him, so I don't think it'll be anything crazy. Um, this movie has a fantastic emotional core between the two leads. Yeah. You know, like there's a great sequence where, you know, everything's fun at first when he brings her in and he's realizing how much more enjoyable life is if you're not alone in it. Uh, and then he has to admit that he lied to her. Yeah, that uh, he's actually slept with her. her multiple times. Yeah, she was always the easiest one for him to sleep with in the past. All he had to do was, was say the uh, the speech. And when she realizes that, she absolutely just like disappears for a while. And he just absolutely fucking spirals. Yeah. He spirals real bad. Yeah. So it's it's in, it's interesting. This movie actually has a lot more going for it than I expected. It has a it's it's grounded, you know. I think I yeah. said this before, but like you can have a movie that's as weird as you want it to be, it takes place in the most like sci-fi fantasy setting ever. As long as the emotions are grounded, you have a good movie. You know, yeah. if the emotions are relatable to the moment, that's that's what's important. You could have it taking place and doing any fucking crazy shit you want. Uh, all that matters is it's grounded. Yeah. And um this one really is. And also and, something else I, I noticed. I'm sorry, phase on you first. Uh, I was going to say, I just like that how this wasn't like a Groundhog Day movie where there was a certain goal and then they just get out, right? Yeah. This was a legitimate, like they had to work towards like working a way out of this time loop instead of just becoming a better person. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't about their characters. It was just a weird science problem that they fell inside of. Yeah. Which is, yeah, a lot of, Obviously, the movie takes a lot from Groundhog Day. It's the whole point. But yeah. the way they do it is really interesting because, again, Andy Samberg, you see him uh, more or less halfway through his whole loop thing. You, the reason they're there isn't the universe just decided it. No, it was just this thing they walked into. And also, you have three characters stuck in a loop compared to one. One of them is just trying to murder uh, Samberg. Yeah. And I actually even think he, it might have been. Four? Yeah, there's the old lady oh, at the end. Grandma, yeah. So it could and be four. It would maybe even more at the party. There too. Yeah, if, if you're you, that old. Yeah. When's the, like how often do you actually see your whole family together? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I I remember thinking that as well when I watched it. Um, it's. I like that. I think that that was probably the best thing they could have added. You know, because I feel like you know, there's another. Um, uh, what's it called? Russian doll also has a situation where a second person is also in the time loop. Yeah, oh, that was minor spoilers, wasn't it, Tyler? Kind of only for like the first episode, I think. Right? Uh, you guys so will forget. Watch Russian doll. Uh huh. You're telling me I should watch Russian doll? Not for another year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah. Any any dynamic where there are two people in the time loop together, I think, just adds so much more to it. It, it lets your characters like, you know, because otherwise you can only ever have one character really grow. You know what I mean? Like you can have the other character mm-hmm. show parts of themselves that weren't there initially as like as one guy runs up to them or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's Groundhog Day. But that's not really growth. And that's not really that interesting. Um, here you can have two people who have actual character arcs that intersect or play off each other. Or in this case, you have three people because J.K. Simmons, um, he starts off as a crazy murderer, but he actually has an important character arc where he pretty much learns to accept like what's most important in his life. Um, and that's his family. Yeah. And he basically tells Sandberg's character, like you need to find what's most important for you. I'm not going to hunt you down anymore. You know, we're not seeing each other. That scene was fucking hilarious where he's like, I've got a wife, kids. And it's like (laughs) little Johnny's over there watering dog shit. (laughs) There's always the one dumb child, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Um, I do love that scene. Cause he's, yeah, he's mentioning that, um, 
I've been hunting you for however long it's been, but I realize that I can't get out of here, so I might as well just spend each day living the same thing with my family. And plus, the end of that scene is um, him saying, can you kill me so I can go back? It's like, sure, I'll just sit in there cycling and I'll shoot you in the head. I, I think that actually, out of everyone, J.K. JK gets to show off his his acting chops the most. Even though he's on only so few scenes of the movie, he really gets to just show like a wide range of emotion. He gets to be really pissed off when he first sees Andy Samberg come back. He gets to be having a great time when he's doing meth with him. The first time. Um, the, fir- like, the first time they meet together. That, yeah. He gets to have like, he really gets a full range of emotions in his character. So I think that if anyone gets to show off their acting chops the most, it's Simmons. And Simmons is, is fucking fantastic. Know, He's a great I, I feel like maybe it's the, the girl, Sarah. Sarah's good. No, don't get me wrong. Sarah's good too. Sarah's really good. Yeah. Christine, she gets the, name's, uh, Christine uh, Melitoni. No, Melody is her actual Melody. Melody, yeah. Okay, Christine. Um, Christine, yeah, she's also really good because she has her whole moment of being feeling betrayed and then learning about the time loop. And she's the one who, basically studies quantum physics for her portion of the loop in order to find their way to escape and basically comes back to Sandberg and says, Hey, I have a way out. It'll either take us out of here or it'll blow us up and kill us, but we'll be out of the loop. And Sandberg has a whole crisis where he's like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I want to be, do I want to be with her? Blah, blah, blah. And he he, he realizes at the end, like, I want to be with you. And even if that means dying with you, it's better than living here and not having you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was, it's good. That was, I, I, yeah, she had, she got a lot to work with and the plot actually had like a nice emotional ending. It ends up having a really good romance. It has a good post good, good characters. Scene. Good post yeah. has, has, Simmons actually gets out too. Yeah, that's a really good scene. It also has really good music actually. And that was something yeah. I did not remember very well the first time I watched it. But watching it again now, it hey, has like... No one, Chris. Uh, I was like nine shooters deep. <laughs> watched it together. So definitely the later half of the movie got a little bit fuzzy. Just a little. Just, um, a, just a smidge. But, um, you know, listen, the, the watching it now and getting to kind of appreciate the music a bit more. It has a really good variety. There's like there's French music. There's kind of like Hawaiian styled music at one point. It's got a it's got a nice kind of coverage and it's all just really calming music. It's really nice. Yeah, I think that out of all these movies, that this is the one that had the best music. This is the only one that had music that I really remember. I think Premature oh, had like decent music, but I don't remember Premature's. I, remember I don't think opening song. I don't oh, remember, but I know Groundhog Day had a couple songs in it. I remember the score yeah. when he was killing himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always the one everyone remembers. But that's still not the best song that could be used for that point, so to speak. Is it Sound of Silence? No. Well, no, Tyler. It's, um, it's, it's, you know exactly what you... Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> Either way, Palm Springs has a great soundtrack and is... It is the best straightforward um, loop movie. Yeah. I, like, ones that are not introducing a particular... I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to, hard to say what is a straightforward loop movie and what isn't. I mean, the straightforward um, ones, I would say, are the one where the universe is the one doing it not the random artifact well then it's then this well, is not then this isn't straightforward yeah because i mean like so yeah because you add different um you add different things to palm springs which you added to the, the basic idea from groundhog day you added all the stuff that palm springs did so you're saying this is not a straightforward i, I don't think that i don't know what i was gonna say because i mean like if you want <laughs> yes. to go for straightforward there's groundhog day premature 
Russian doll does the does the I, I guess typical way if we're going with that. Uh, but Russian doll adds a lot. But it still has the basis of just the universe. It has the, sa- it has the same basis, but there is a lot of concepts that play in Russian doll that are absolutely unique. Yeah, but especially in the second half. True, but I'm saying that the basics of the universe doing it compared to an artifact or something. Okay. Well, I guess this is a non-straightforward one. I don't know. This is a traditional Groundhog Day movie. You know, I think we can sum up this argument here. It's a good Groundhog Day movie. It's a really good Groundhog Day movie, actually. It's it's surprisingly heartfelt uh, and really fun. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, from all the movies I saw from 2020, I had this at like the second, my second favorite one. Wow. Okay. What's your number one for 2020? Right now, Soul. Okay. Understandable. Yeah, understandable. Um, I yeah, I, I like I like Soul more than this. I guess that's a bit of a weird comparison to make, but I, I yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a really good movie. This was, I think, a, definitely a sleeper hit. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't yeah. have any expectation for I it. Had, like, didn't expect it to be this good at, at all. I kind of thought it was going to be bad to mediocre, and I ended up liking it a lot. It's actually a lot better shot than I expected it to be. Yep. It, it, just, it looks shot. it looks pretty. It looks very nice. A lot of great oh, the openings, like the shots when they wake up and their eyes open up. Mm. Yeah. Great. That's just that. It's Honestly, eye shots are always fun. You just took Groundhog Day and made it better. Yeah, this is Groundhog Day tuned to perfection. Yeah, I, will, I, I think that's the best way to put it. My, my favorite uh, J.K. Simmons uh, murder spree moment is when he dresses as a cop and tries yeah. to kill him. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. What are what are some like favorite joke scenes that we haven't talked about so far in this? Uh, well, I mean, I just I got one. Phase on. Phase on. Uh. I think we've talked about most of the ones that I really liked. Okay. I got one then, which is when he's talking about who he's slept with so far. Okay. I was going to mention that too if no one did. Yeah. There's a couple of scenes in there. There's the first one where he's like, oh, I slept with the barmaid and she's giving him a hand job. And he's, um, she's like, you know what? I hit somebody with this car once. He's like, oh, oh, he did. And she says, um, Yeah. I don't think he ever walked again. And he comes. He immediately <laughs> comes. No, yeah, no I forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, there's also when he's talking about that, he also mentions, um, it's like, oh, I don't know anyone else. Oh, yeah, your dad. And it cuts to a scene with him and Sarah's, uh, Kristen's dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, what, what are you doing? Not <laughs> it's like oddly romantic. And then yeah. <laughs> it cut away. That's a fucking fun one. Yeah. That's a really fun one. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that whole bit's great. This movie's filled with hilarious too. bits. What was that? Didn't he sleep with a bartender, too? That was that was who hit someone with their car. No, 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 no. Wasn't there another bartender? Or was it somebody else? It was the lady from the bar. It wasn't a lady, is what I'm getting for it. Oh, the guy. Uh, well, that's, just, that's just a friend of his. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like, yeah, great guy. I'm glad I let him do it. Um, the whole movie's fucking hilarious. It's great. Any other notes, guys? No, real solid movie. Yeah, I yeah, think that's solid good. Movie. On that note, I think we can start our uh, countdown. Faison, you are forced to include the 2019 premature. So we're going to start <laughs> you at four. <laughs> okay. I think I'll put it at four. Premature at four. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't finish the movie, so how am I going to rank it? <laughs> it's it's at a it's at a, a disadvantage compared to the others. We have to admit, just a bit. Um, just a little bit. And number three. So I have to go first. Fuck. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll go at the same time. I'm going Groundhog Day too. Yeah, premature. 
Uh, Tyler being yeah. a contour. Look at this art house hoe over here. <laughs> How am I the art house hoe for you? I number get, two. You like out? Uh, you get like lighthouse. Number number shit. two. Premature. Premature. Uh. Hmm. I swear to God, Tyler, if you say Palm Springs, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to your house and punch you. You can actually do that, you know. You guys are close. I do. I do want to say Palm Springs because I just really do like on ice cubes at your house. Ice cubes. Oh man, yeah, Palm Springs. Wow, Wow, that's surprising. Tyler with the bad picks. Um, and I do want to hear Tyler. why, Why do you have Palm Springs at two? Compare like obviously Groundhog Day is going to be your one, but why is Palm Springs at two? Palm Springs, like I said, Palm Springs is a great movie. I just like Bill Murray. I just like Bill Murray's whole thing because that is his whole movie. That's the only reason. It, if it wasn't Bill Murray, the movie wouldn't work as well because you don't get the semi likable asshole. Because like you, yeah, he is an asshole at the beginning, but you're still mm. watching because he is funny. He is. So, semi likable, like they do put up with him, even though he is an asshole, and then he goes from that. Okay, sounds a lot like him in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess like Bill Murray has never done it for me. Like as an actor, Bill Murray has never been like, "Oh man, Bill Murray," you know. Like I liked yeah. him in Ghostbusters, and that's about it that I can think about. You don't like him in Zombieland? I didn't watch Zombieland. He's good in it. I well, I'll take your word on that one. I haven't seen it yet. But I guess maybe that's why Bill Murray, like, I don't feel like Bill Murray just carries a movie for me. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll ma- match your opinion with a fair enough. Yeah, I'll give you a fair enough. Well, now and, I'm thinking uh, about how many Bill Murray movies I've seen, which is surprisingly a decent amount. Like Ghostbusters, Lost in Translation, this, Caddyshack. You should have signed the movie out, the episode out with Tyler listing Bill Murray movies. <laughs> <laughs> he just continues listing until On the end the of the episode. Well, the number one for me in Faison is Palm Springs. Yep. Hey, Tyler, that, it's the Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day. Yes. I don't know. I think that Palm Springs just took everything from Groundhog Day and just did it better. Yeah, refined it. I, I truly agree. Yeah. And that's the binge. Uh, yeah, and I thank you for joining us uh, this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'd say join us next week, but this day is going to start all over again anyway. Yeah, and Chris is going to have so much fun hearing. I'm going to have so much fun singing again. I'm never doing that again. That was exhausting. I truly feel like my hair went a little bit white. There was so much Just, prep uh, this man did. There was a lot of effort. It really, yeah. I had to like listen to that bit of the step pro. You know, it, it was a lot. And if you appreciate what I did, or better yet, if you hate it, please leave a review uh, discussing why I should never do that again. If you or, follow us. Like or follow us. Or follow us on... Give us reviews oh, on Apple Music, Apple Podcast. We're also starting a new music group with Chris no, as our lead we're, singer. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not <laughs> yeah. doing that anytime soon. Um, yeah, but I'm hit. Isn't honest. I'll be real. If I, if you guys demand it enough, I'll fucking do it. I'll cover that whole song if you guys demand it enough. You won't <laughs> because you're cowards. But if you <laughs> were to all, do so, God, to anyone listening, this is how easy it is to get Chris to do something. It really is this easy, and I kind of hate myself for it. Anyhow, it podcast uh, people, this is what we want. This, yeah, review us, uh, follow us on whatever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google. Tyler's got that Music, covered. YouTube. Google Music, yeah, YouTube. Um, probably a few more that I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, good enough. <laughs> yeah, good enough. Follow Tyler on Twitter. Yell at him. Uh, we should really make an actual Twitter for this. Or maybe I should start using Twitter again. 
or at all. So we'll you get around to it eventually. I keep saying that, and maybe one day I'll do it. Damn it! <laughs> but until then, I can't wait until uh, have we a, do the next Groundhog Day episode, and you still didn't. And I still haven't. We still don't have a Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> but at least they'll understand the bit, Tyler. They'll understand my bit in a year. Hey, next Dude, what if we just redo this? <laughs> redo this episode. Just play it again. No, 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 not even play it again. Just redo it with all three movies. <laughs> yeah, every year. Uh, I kind of, I kind of like it. See if my opinion changes. Yeah, we'll see. See you guys next year. All right, yeah. See you guys next week. Next year. Wait, what, are we doing? What? what are we doing next week? We should. We should. We should. Uh, let, give him a hint. Uh, oh well, next week is our Valentine's Day special. I knew there was a reason I wanted to do that. So yeah, if you're ready you to do see, that, uh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I fucking no, man. Yeah, well, I, I was gonna make a joke, but you know what? I've already antagonized our audience enough today. I can't. I got. I'll save my jokes for next week. Who did we antagonize this week? I think I called them cowards. Everybody and called them cowards. <laughs> I called them cowards this week. Um, so I think I'll leave it at that. I'll I'll, ins- I'll make another insult next week. Have a good one. All right, see you guys. See ya. <laughs>